You are listening to the Hello Sport Podcast. All right, welcome back to the Hello Sport Podcast. Some of unqualified opinion and unwavering bias. You are here with two gentlemen who you could accuse of, if they were a candle, burning themselves at both ends. If we were candles. I'm not saying we're candles. I'm, I'd never fucking say that, so get off my back. I'm not saying we're candles. If we were candles, Edward, are we burning from both ends? If we were candles, you could argue that. You could argue it strongly. If we were candles. Now, am I a candle? Can't say for sure. At this point. Like, you could, at this point, convince me I am a candle. You know what I mean? <laughs> but historically, probably not a candle. But today might be. So that's sort of where I'm at from a candle perspective. <laughs> um, oh, how are you, bro? <laughs> that got me. <laughs> that got me. <laughs> Dude, I'm fucking so I'm so rattled today. I'm I can't tell a lie. I'm completely fucked. I had a sting on me yesterday that was just I was never not gonna get fucked up. And it was just like as much as I sort of just talked to myself, look, we'll see how the day goes, we see what happens. I, <laughs> I was I was getting fucked up no matter what. And fucked up I got. <laughs> Late one, real late one, um, or at least daddy late or like late late. Well, late for me, but also just late three thirty. It's not early, like <laughs> it's not early. I'm not. I didn't not see early, the sunrise, but. but I mean, it'd take a real cocky motherfucker to be like, oh, three thirty, not late. <laughs> Shut up, mate. Three thirty, three thirty is the candle hour, dude. You're burning. You're burning at both yeah. ends at three at three thirty. Well, after three, you're burning. Yeah. You're, you're you're a light after three. <laughs> it depends what sort of operator you are, though. Like if you've seen a few sunrises, you're not burning at both ends until the birds start chirping. <laughs> yeah. I don't think. No, if you, well, I mean, like if you. But in your context, in your context, yeah, if you were you're burning a at pig, both ends. If you're a pig and you know you don't think that three thirty is a you know a double ended candle burn, then. That's fine. If you need to hear those morning, those Sunday birds to to get a, a real burn Well, on. Monday birds. Well, Monday, Monday birds. birds. You're right. <laughs> Fucking Monday it is, isn't it? Good Lord. Anyway, candle's been burnt. And um, that's. I woke up today grateful though, Eddie, and I think it's important to be grateful where possible. But I woke up grateful because I slept on the couch I had one of the great headaches uh, in modern times. They will study my brain as to how I survived it. Um, and then I moved towards, uh, you know, <laughs> you see the look on your, your your child. Like, what's wrong with dad? Daddy's just burnt some candles, baby. Just get away from me. Don't smell my breath. Just get the fuck away from me. But I crawled into bed um, from the couch at about 830 I then woke up at 10.15 on a Monday and my most pressing engagement was to come and talk to you about burning candles and I just had a moment <laughs> to say thank you to the universe and to be grateful and to be appreciative because I've got mates who I was 
burning said candles with yesterday who are sitting in the office right now, you know, looking for the nearest open window. Mm. <laughs> Hanging on by a thread, Tom. By a thread. By a thread. By a thread. Look, it's lovely. Um, we were scheduled for 10 o'clock, as you know. We've pushed that out. Uh, pushed out. Not through like an overwhelming necessity, but more because we could. <laughs> because we could. No, we yeah. did. Yeah, you know what? We no. could, so we did. 10. Can we push 10? 10's too early. 10's too early. <laughs> Look, 10's not going to work <laughs> for me. 10 ain't working for me today, baby. Um, because I'm in a, a hotel down here in Melbourne. Got to tell you, Tom, some of the best blockout blinds <laughs> I've ever come across. Um, the blockout blind, wildly underrated. The blockout blind is underrated. Not wildly. You don't see enough of them. You don't see enough of them. You don't see enough of them. There's not enough talk about them. No, no one talks about that. You don't walk into homes and go, my God, those blockout blinds are superb. It's not, check, it's not part of the conversation as much no. as it should be, yeah. I don't think. No, I'm with you. They're a, they're a fucking game changer if you've got them in operation. I'll tell you why. No light gets in, Tom. <laughs> Blocks so it out. At 10.30, you're saying to yourself, your brain's telling you it's two in the morning. Roll over. Three in the morning. Yeah, sun not You know better. You know better. But, like, it makes it fucking easy to sleep. So, at 10, I felt it necessary to to push a couple of more Zs out. And that that we did. Yeah, well, I appreciated the message 10.30, question mark. I'm like, yeah, let's go that. And then, as it turns out, more 10.30 for 11. For 11.15, more likely. (laughs) But, you know. You get it. You get where we're at. Um, you get where we're at. Why are you in Melbourne, buddy? John, one I of the great wa- fucking end of year tours. Well, start end of year, start of year. Yeah, but you know what I mean? Like, it's one of yeah, the great tours. Year. No, end of year, yeah, yeah. Um, well, it's the last day, brah, so. Oh, it is, isn't it? That's upsetting, yeah. It's, had, it's got me a little bit rattled, to be honest, but that's, that's by the by. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm down here for a wedding. Wedding was yesterday. Edward Meyer married Gigi, love of his life. Beautiful stuff. Uh, we ripped and teared, Tom. We ripped and teared. Cocktail event. Ooh. Very nice. Pounds um, uh, there was mar well, was there mar I didn't have any margaritas yesterday. I had some on the way there, but not there. Like rose. <laughs> In the taxi. But like it was like it was like open bar. I was like tequila. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Rose all the pleasantries, all the niceties. Yeah. Um, so that was fucking good. Good DJ, good, good dance floor. So it was, it was hot, sweaty work last night, but oh, everyone, that's was nice. fucking, everyone was getting into it. It was, it was good fun. And then you know, a couple of nightcaps with me, old mate Oliver. And that was, that was all she wrote, but it was late. Yeah. The night before that was late. Yeah. Like candle two work. late nights. In, into some yeah. It was candle, candle real making. candle work, real candle work on, on the Saturday night. And yep. then like backed up with another burn last night, but we nipped down. We were down Chapel Street on on Saturday. It, it that place fucking pumps, bro. It's a gentle reminder that not that I do a heap of like nightclubbing time, but like <laughs> <laughs> it's a gentle reminder of a couple of things down here. A, 
what they've done to Sydney Lifelight, Nightlife. Like, they've just ripped the fucking soul out of it. Yeah. It's now soulless, but whatever. And two, like, how, like, we are old. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. when you see 18-year-olds off their guts at Revolver, like, fucking sitting by themselves in chairs and shit, like, littered around the joint, you're like, holy fuck, that's, that's youth right there. Yeah, that's youth. I was talking to my niece a couple of days ago. She was around here, and she's, like, 22 or something. And she was saying, shout out Katarina, she won't listen. But she was just talking, like, I think she works on, like, the island and shit and just talking about how, like, they go out after work. Like, you leave, you, you don't get to the place you go into until, like, 11, 12. You know, like, that's the first place you go. And I was just like, fuck, that's right. I just have forgotten the ways of the, the ripper and the terror uh, and the nightclub scene, you know? Yeah, yeah, we're just going out here and then we're going out. Like, holy shit, I don't have the stones for it anymore. Mate, you, you're like, you wouldn't get to the cross before like 1 a.m. Yeah. Like and, before and 12 was considered really early. Yeah, what are you doing in the cross? Are you there for lunch before midnight? <laughs> like, Bro, it's 11 o'clock. What are you, what are you what doing? What are you doing here? You're meeting your parents? It's yeah. fucking... I, I don't even remember. Like, so, I mean... In that context, three thirty is lame. It, dude, it's lame as fuck. But it's not lame for you, buddy. No, exactly. So it's like you know, it's your, it's, it's your, it's your candle burn. It's not a candle. You know burn what, dude? In terms of like burning candles is like you know the beauties in the eye, the beholder sort of a situation. If it burns for you, then it burns true. <laughs> I've always said that. Yeah, you have. We've always said that. Yeah. Yeah. It's one of the great sayings. It is a great saying, that one. Um, I caught up with a dear friend of ours who's back from America for a couple of months, Zachy Pritch. Um, we went to the Nelson in Bondi, and we also caught up with the Thick Ropes County off the back of another famous loss. And we all sort of settled in for a session and a half. Um, a lot of uh, tequila as well actually was my poison um, amongst some other things but tequila certainly the main character you could say mm. or you the, know the protagonist, the protagonist or the anti yeah no the protagonist was tequila yeah. and yeah he obviously had some supporting cast members uh, who, of course. Did, who did their job well you know Leo only shines bright because of those around him. You know what I mean? <laughs> Except in Revenant when he's like crawling through the snow by himself. Yeah. Tom Hardy elevated. was pretty good. Tom Hardy was well, good. Well, the bear played a role. Tom Hardy played a role. The light, the natural light. The natural light. That kid, his the kid. photographer gets a nod. Yeah. You know? No, that's but true. I, I take your Look, again, he does the heavy lifting. I'm not here saying that Leo doesn't lift big because he does. I'm merely saying that the bear played a role. <laughs> and Had I the bear not attacked him and maimed him, yeah, the movie then the crawling matter. wouldn't be relevant. Exactly. It'd be silly. It'd be like, why are you crawling? Just get up. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's a, great po it's a great point you make, Eddie. And as I, as I reiterate, the supporting cast, without them, none of it's possible. So I do, I do take a moment to thank the supporting cast of Tequila. <laughs> Who may remain unknown. Yeah, we're not going to get into specifics of who they were. Um, <laughs> they, <laughs> but, <laughs> so we're at the Nelson, just ripping in. 
and then we went back to um, Henry's place and continued to rip in. And then, it, you know, 3.30 rolls around and I contemplate my life and what the fuck I'm doing. Start to panic. Get me out of here. Get me home. And then you find me fucking on the couch at four in the morning listening to Billie Eilish just trying to make sense of the world, which I didn't. But luckily I fell asleep quickly before yeah. like I could get into too much weird shit on YouTube. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's a rabbit you know hole. It's, yeah, it's your body. It's your body. Like, you know, you just like your body, like you get knocked. You being like <laughs> knocked unconscious is your body's way of going like, all right, let's shut this thing down. You've had enough. I think that's what, like also passing out at four in the morning. It's like, yo, we don't need to get in a Billie Eilish rabbit hole at this hour. Let's just knock this fucker out. Yeah, yeah. Well, I've, we've done this before yeah. and it didn't end well. Didn't so end well. I'm gonna, I'm calling it. I'm calling it now. Knock him out. Shut us down. I'm calling it now. Shut, yeah, us, down. shut us down. He's 15 minutes yeah. into a 35-minute <laughs> Billie Eilish interview. Shut it down. Shut it down now. This guy, this guy does not know what he's doing. He is a... Danger to himself and those around him. Um, so that was me, mate. But yeah, grateful to be able to wake up on a Monday and and you know roll into the office and and just get to talk to you. It's it's been nice. It's been lovely, mate. It's been um, lovely so far. Couple of giggles. Needed it. Which, well, they help. They help a lot. Laughter's the best medicine. Now that wouldn't be a saying if it weren't true. Tom. <sighs> Mate, I couldn't agree with you more. It is the best medicine. I will say that when you're hungover, it's a really good elixir. Like, it's a really good medicine. I do find off the back of a good giggle, though, my energy ain't where it needs to be, and I actually might feel worse after laughter. Yeah. It's... I, I'm it's it's a bed. it's. Well, they're, they're dizzying highs with crashing lows, you know what I mean? you got to pay a toll for the giggle. So, I'm, I'm hearing you. I'm hearing. I didn't have a headache before. I might have a little one now. Yeah, yeah. I will. I will say this because I feel like I need to share things with the pun and, of course, Tom with the dribbler. It may be of no relevance to anyone, and people may not care. But I have noticed, Tom, of late. I don't know how of late, but like, let's say I'd say the last three, four, five months. Mm-hmm. Haven't been getting hung over. Oh. Like, you used to get really fucked up headaches. They're not really playing a role anymore. Like, maybe a bit like, you They're know, gone. not sick, but like a bit sort of flat. The headache's gone. They're gone, bro. I don't know what's going on, but it's good. I mean, it's great. is this like, are you an X-Men? Is this an evolution? Well, I'm well. That I mean, I suppose what I'm trying to say is, Tom, am I witnessing my own evolution? Am I evolving before my own eyes? Wow. I would say there probably isn't anyone that's aware of their own evolution, or at least there hasn't been to this point. You know? No, exactly. Well, it usually like evolves across generations, right? Exactly. Not in the generation. I don't even know if that's true. Well, I like, mean, look, you can't, but you can't. Obviously, it, it changes over generations, but surely some change must happen to an individual, right? Or maybe not. So, am I mu- am I mutating, or am I like what am I? What's happening? Yeah, what is it? Is it a mutation? What's or happening is it at the What's evolution? happening at the molecular level? Tom? 
<laughs> no, it's an important question you ask because <laughs> because you've gone 30 years of heavy drinking and, and paying a toll, like having headaches. Now you mm. don't. Yeah, I know. Something's happened. And I, I'm, I'm not quite sure what to make of it. Something has changed and we don't know what it is, but we know it's happening at a molecular mm. level. <laughs> well, it must. It has to be. Yeah. <laughs> at the down with the electron. Yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah. the atom and the Positive, neutron. Uh, and electrons, neutrons, uh, uh, nucleus. Yes. Nucleuses and et al. Et al. Uh, the atom, splitting the atom. <laughs> that's sort of like, that's all I got down there. No, yeah. That's, 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 uh, Higgs bosons and shit. Higgs you know? bosons, dude. <laughs> Um. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> I can't think of anything else. Positrons. Is that a thing? Look, it could ne- be Eddie. Positive and ne- negative ions. Um. <laughs> <laughs> what's the shit where they the quantum physics? You know, quantum yeah. mechanics. Yeah. Quantums. Fucking Quantum hell. Thing. All right. Apologies, punters, dribblers. Okay. Apologies. Sincere, <laughs> sincere apologies. We. I haven't had a chance to go back and watch. Um, the ending to the cricket yesterday. Like I was watching it, but I was as has just been previously outlined. You know, Tequila and the supporting cast were on stage, so there wasn't as um, close attention paid as maybe one would expect from a top of the heap sports podcast. Well, when yeah, but when you're ripping and tearing, you I'm ripping and tearing. your attention has the potential to wane. Yes, but they were none was for fifty, a, and then all out. Well, they were none for sixty-eight. Right. Uh, I know that because I watched the replay this morning. I was at a wedding, and, and as much as I love my nation, and uh, as much as I love Test cricket, couldn't really be in the corner, fucking pounding KO into the earth. So. No. I just kept checking my phone. What's happening in this with the score? Now I'm for 68. And then next time I check, they're all out for 124 or something like that. And I'm like, that is so fucking disgusting. I've gone back and watched the dismissals. I think we can all agree. English and Australian alike that the palms threw in the towel. They threw in the towel. Just gave up. They gave up. They go, the, you I know did see what? one where, like, when you're trying it's to, time to go the home. test, there were some dudes, like, throw, like throwing their wicket away. Like, I just remember seeing one of the most, like, unnecessary, like, uh, you know, like, T20-esque, like, slog shots, and he just got bowled clean. You're like, what the fuck are you doing to, to Pat Cummins? Mm. Get your head yeah, out of here, dude. Good luck. Yeah, yeah. yeah, good luck, dude. That's not going to end well for you because... Blue Eyes is the best in the business. Yeah, so I'm not really getting it. And it's not like they were fucking chasing some outrageous total. Too that's what I mean. They weren't chasing an outrageous total and they had time. You could have just batted your – like, obviously, it's difficult to chase. But, like, you could have just chilled the fuck out and slowly eked away runs. They wanted to go home. They were over it. They were like, it's yeah. time to pack it up. It was their best opening stance, like, partnership. None for 68 in eight years. So, like, what eight years is their best opening? In Australia. Oh, okay. Australia. Fucking hell. Still, that's disgusting. That's still sad. (laughs) Like, that's still like an indictment on English cricket. 68 is not much, bro. Like, what the fuck? That's what smudge averages. That's a bad day out for smudge. 
So in eight years, that would be three tours. So like 12 tests, I think. No, 15 tests. Pretty fucking ordinary. Two innings. Anyway, blah, blah, blah. 30. 30 digs. Um, But they gave up, Tom. So, you know, a little bit disappointing, I suppose. Well, you know. You got to show a bit more fucking tigger than that. But I will. That was day three, though, wasn't it? Uh, Yesterday? Friday, Saturday. Yeah, it was day three. Yeah, yeah, just another three day. Like fucking hell, England. Like, can we not just get? Like, yeah, Australia's good and we did well, but you guys are so fucking weak. We've been robbed of more days Test cricket this summer because of English ineptitude than anything La Nina's done or could have done. Days and days. We've almost lost like what at least a full Test worth of fucking days. Two three day finishes. One was like well, two and two a half. Well, two and a half day finish in Melbourne. Two and a half in Melbourne. Yep. Three uh, three in um, Hobart. Mm-hmm. Did the Gabba go five? I don't know if the Gabba went five. Don't think so. I'm just trying to get up their collapses for the punter and the dribbler because it's interesting reading. I feel like the Gabba might have been four. Adelaide was five, I think. Oh, no. Yeah. Uh, yeah, was it? Adelaide was five, MCG was two and a half, Sydney was five, Hobart three. Yeah, I, yeah. well, that's good memory. You, you could be completely wrong. I could, but, I could be completely you know, wrong. I'd, I respect you for trying. I'd lean more heavily in camp wrong. Yes, so would I. I think. That that okay, so England's Ashes collapses. 10 wickets for 56 runs in Hobart, second innings. Jesus. 10 wickets for 61 runs at the MCG in the second innings. Eight wickets for 74 at the Gabba in the second innings. And eight for 86 at Adelaide in the first innings. It's just bush leg. It's yeah. bush leg wherever you look. Through and through. Like, at the start of the, at the, start of the series, it was, always, it was like, oh, thank God Ben Stokes is coming. Like, without him, we're no chance. What the fuck's Ben Stokes done? Nothing. Nothing. And then you like look at this new hot, sexy, fucking absolute two meter specimen, like gorgeous, only gonna get hotter. Yeah. Takes three big wickets to get us cracking beautiful seventy four the other day and Cameron Green, who's twenty two, and you're like, bruh, move over. Yeah, fuck. The new off, fucking ben. sheriff there's a new sheriff in town. And his name's Cameron. And he's going Yeah, and he's gonna be and he's gonna be here for fifteen years, so get yeah. used to him. Shout out to Blonde Pubic Hair, which I assume he has as well. Just as a side note, I've no, I can't imagine. Well, Blonde, Blonde, well, Blonde Pubic Hair has had a fucking rough go of it, Tom. So yeah. shout out to it. I feel like it's sort of something that, you know, seems weird. But I think Baggy Green's bringing Blonde Pubes back. And for that, I'd just like to say good on you and shout out to you. He is, and I don't know exactly here in terms of the numbers, Eddie. But they were, they keep comparing him to Steve Waugh, who was start like much more of an all rounder when he started. Obviously, for those of you that don't know, batted and bowled. And it's like I think maybe he has the same, or like a bit. You can maybe even Google it, but like his batting and bowling is basically on par with Steve Waugh at the same time in his career. Is that right? That's exciting, Tom. It's exciting. I don't know if you've heard of Steve War punters and dribblers. The kid could play cricket, let me tell you that. 
Cameron's got Aussie captain about him too, Tom. He does have Aussie captain. He'd have to be the tallest Aussie captain we've ever had, right? If we were to have him, I don't know if there's numbers on that. Surely it's cricket. There would, there would be numbers, but yeah. And there is an inherent um, link between respect and height. Yep. Well, tall listen, people are quicker. To- yeah, tall people you just will get respect whether they've earned it or not. Now he will earn yes. it, and he is earning it, but. He's also tall, so it's sort of like respect squared, yeah. if you know what I mean. Well, you're starting from a higher base level of respect, right? If just the normal person's respect is here, if you're watching the YouTube, then the if you're over six foot, and not not just over, like six one, you're probably still here, but if you're like six three and up, I think that your respect starts like... Well, he's like six five, isn't he? Yes, but I'm just saying, where does the extra respect start? And I think <laughs> it's six three and up. <laughs> It's yeah. It's I can tell you right now. It's not starting at six foot. No, it's six three, six four, maybe six four. I think maybe six four. Actually, now to hear you, I think six three. You still don't get respect. I think from six four and up, people are like, okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I, I respect that. You. That bloke's got something about him, yeah. and I now have to respect him. Or Sheila, but the taller you of are course. as a Sheila, <laughs> there sometimes the less respect you'll get. Well, it's more just like. I think that the respect that comes from a taller man is one of like, this guy might fuck me up if he really wants to push, <laughs> if push comes to shove. Yes. And let's hope it doesn't. Whereas the taller you are as a female, that's not really the, the, th- that's not the conversation that's being had despite the fact that that may be true. The taller you are as a female, you can fuck up anyone. It's just a different situation. It's a different, it's a different algorithm and look, we can get into that at another time. But look, the, the math's different. The math's, the math's different. different. It is, and that takes... We've obviously got to get back in the lab and work that one out as to where respect yeah. starts. Look, I could go pound the whiteboard or the the blackboard, but there's something about using chalk that I think I was thinking that you I was know, thinking resonates that. with me, Tom. Yeah, it 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 brings out the professor in me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, nothing awakens the the you're in a professor like chalk on board. Always said it. <laughs> Nothing, nothing awakes you're in a professor like chalk on a board. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, quote that up. Quote that one up, punters and dribblers. Uh, but it's a good point. It's a salient Monday point. <laughs> yeah, where to from here? Yeah. Um, <laughs> How, what, so who, Cameron, Cameron Green, obviously, obviously, you could make an, an argument that he... Is the you know, he's the hottest find in a long time for in us. world cricket, but for us specifically, yes, I agree. He's a he's a hot fucking find, so that's nice. Scotty Boland, a hot fucking Dude, find. Scotty Boland now, not like a Michael Nessa. You know, can you can you bowl some overs for us when we've got an injured Josh Hazelwood? It's like he's now like the next best bowler in the country outside of our top four. But also, like, what do you, what do you, what, what do you reckon? What do you do, do with him? Because you kind of don't want him. You need him a little bit. Like he was kind of the best. But like, what do you do? Pakistan first test for argument's sake. I think you have to g- get Country Boy back in because of what Country Boy's done. But, yeah, it's but I'm like, saying, does Boland does Boland stay for Stark or does? Well, Stark's, Stark kind of they're they're not like for like bowlers, right? Stark's no, a bit more wild man. And Bolin and, and the country boy are more like line length, put it on a fucking five cent piece. Consistency, mm. consistency, meticulous, metronome, you know. 
do I know what I'm talking about, Eddie? No, but no, that's, but that no. is what I would say. I was asking you. To, I was asking you to speak from from the vibes perspective. Well, it is vibes based because I don't know anything. So even <laughs> though it seems like I'm talking uh, from some level of uh, being informed, I'm not. I don't know what I'm talking about. So it's vibe, but I'm just using. <laughs> I'm using. Uh, explanations and maybe reasoning methodology beyond my pay grade to justify my vibe. And it's mm. in Boland and Hazelwood similar. Boland, Stark, not. Do you just have two Hazelwoods and then you lose a, what Stark brings? I don't know. But it's certainly not as the, the, the bowling quartet, Eddie, as they are called in cricket circles is no longer so set and forget Stark, Hazelwood, Cummins, fucking shut up everyone else. Now it's like, oh, like, we have Scotty Bowles in the wings. Like it has been for a long time. Like but then again, time. it's like it's a quartet, sure. But it's sort of becoming a five-tet. And obviously, <laughs> I, don't, I, I acknowledge that that's not the right word. But <laughs> No, it is. At the top, we explained where we're at as people, as men, and it's what comes up to four, five. So it's a five tet. <laughs> it's fast becoming a five tet. You could say six tet <laughs> if you wanted to throw in smudge or minus a seven tet. I don't know, but it's certainly a five tet for now. Well, it's a five tet because Cameron Green yes. bowls 145 kilometres if yes. he wants to and fucking takes big wickets, big yeah. scalps. Yeah. So that's what I meant by that. He took the first three wickets last night, look it up, do some research, do some, play do a bit more of a role. Yeah, okay. yeah, 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 yeah. So it's yeah. a five tet, punters and jubilees. <laughs> and it feels nice to say. Yeah. It's a serious five tet. And all we're saying is Scotty Boland has worked himself into such a state. He's primed that thing. He is now just sort of sitting just outside of the five tet, first pick five tet, hard as a fucking blood diamond, ready yeah. to rip and tear for his nation at a moment's notice. Yeah, at a moment's notice. On a moment's notice. I. It makes you think, right? It's like, is this just like, thank God we found Scotty? Or are there cunts out there that like, if given the opportunity, can do a job? But we just haven't seen him because our quartet was so tight, so fucking. Well, yeah, locked. like I mean, we had the what was his name, James Pattinson. Like he was a wild man who I always liked the look of in a baggy green, you know, mm. in the the cream. I liked him the, even more when he when he when he arm sleeved up as well. Correct, Eddie. He was an intimidator, an enforcer. I believe he once either had a soul patch or a. Soul patch. He had a tickler. A, he had a, a tickler. Like, he had a tickler, but I think maybe even a stud in the uh, mouth there. Did he have a stud? Like where the soul patch is? Yes. Yes. It's like, it's a, I guess it's a, um, it's a drop in what's soul it, patch. What's it referred <laughs> I was going to say, what's it referred to as? Yeah. So it's a drop in it's soul patch. It's a drop patch. in yeah. soul patch. That makes sense. That's as opposed to it is in, as opposed to an indigenous, indigenous soul, soul patch. patch. <laughs> <laughs> Ha <laughs> 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 
That got me. That got me. <laughs> Help. Oh, fucking hell. <coughs> uh, oh, apologies, punters and dribblers. Sorry, punters and dribblers. <coughs> I'm back. It. I got tears. I'm back. Wiping yeah, I'm tears. crying too. <laughs> I'm crying too. You gotta. <coughs> you gotta cry. You gotta take stock. You gotta take stock of a, of a laughing cry, yeah. crying laugh, whatever. Because yeah. yeah. they don't happen that often. <laughs> they don't. So you don't they, see them that often. When they happen, you got to drink them in. <laughs> you got to drink them in. Oh, that's funny. That's fucking hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah. So, what does that mean for the nation now? <laughs> um, it means we're I don't in a good know. Position. We're Other than to good. say that we look, we look hot. That pitch was a fucking piss take. That was the greenest thing I've ever seen in my life. I was thinking about that, right? Like, I must admit, I must profess that I don't watch a whole lot of Tasmanian Shield cricket. <laughs> that may shock the punter and the dribbler, but it's true. Yeah, um, you got to be up front. You got to be up front. Like, if that is the, if that is an ode to like the Shield decks they roll out, I understand them like putting forward a wicket that is like representative of their representative of like cricket. that as that pitch. Do you know what I mean? Like if that's the case and I'm happy with it, right? It's like in my, in memory, I'm pretty sure the Hobart decks are always pretty green. That green? So like, I don't know if it was that green. Tom, the only reason green. you could see the pitch was because the grass was shorter than the grass directly next to it. Like there wasn't a change in color, at least at the start of the test. It was like, mm. oh, that's just shorter fucking someone's motor pitch into their backyard. Yeah, I understand. But, like, a part of me likes them being characters of pitches. Do you know what I mean? Agreed. Agreed. Like, in the drop-in aids, they're all pretty fucking similar, and it's a bit of a yawn. Like, I like them being different. You Do know you think mean? that we the batting from Australia was poor because of the pitch? Like, was that just – it was just a green – Well, I think in hindsight, given, like, how England performed, 300 – was actually very good. It was pretty fucking good in the first innings. Like yeah. that was rock solid. So I think well, I think I think we batted well. Tra- like, Travis hundred on that pitch is dude. That's one of the they call it like like one of the great tons. It was fucking impressive, bro. Like and also the situation the game was in, like you know, and him coming back, and it was like it's not like there was any pressure on him. But there was a big selection call made in dropping Harris for Kawaja and all that sort of shit, and like, well, he just came I, like, out and there wasn't fucking there like wasn't front footed. There wasn't, thing. yeah, there wasn't pressure on him. He just no. wanted to shore things up. Yes, and fucking oath, he's done that. Mate, like he, he has shored, shored the, the shit out of it now. Like, I tell you what, he's got. I tell you what, he's got a bit about Tom. And we were talking about this the other night, and I, 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 I think you may agree. I think he's got a bit of team song leader about him. Ooh, a bit of under the southy. Well, when Gary goes, who does Gary give it to? It's got to be a mainstay. I was going to say, if it wasn't Trav, I would throw potentially. Well, Scotty Bowles. Because you like someone who's a bit shy and who... But he's not always in the team. That's the problem. That's the problem. But when Lyon was given it, 
he was. Why do you want people? Yeah. When Lyon was given it, I was kind of like, oh, I don't think Lyon was at the point in his career then, and I could be wrong because I don't know anything, but that I don't think Lyon's position was as short up as I feel like you need to be to be bestowed that fucking responsibility. Now, as it turns out, Lyon, you know, fucking 400 chest wickets. like, But I like He was the given idea that in 2013, dude. Yeah, ages ago. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, I like the idea of someone like Scotty Bowles who is, uh, like, seems like shy... Maybe not, like, again, I'm just completely uh, psychoanalyzing a person that I've never met and have seen bowl cricket balls a few times. But shy, maybe not, like, loud or, like, outwardly confident. Humble, modest. Humble, modest. And something like this forces him into the limelight that he deserves but retires away from, if that makes sense. It does. Makes perfect sense. Makes a lot of sense. I think it would mean a lot to him. Now, will he get it? Probably Almost definitely not. Um, but I don't mind the Trav shout, Eddie. I don't mind the Trav shout. Are you just, yeah. Again, being a bit of a mainstay is important. Is. I, I like I like the idea of a Cameron Green maybe doing it. Yes. I don't know historically if, I think Gary was the first bowler. Was he? I think Dior, yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow, God, start, was, that's a bit of who, fucking, that's almost like... Um, I don't know what the word is, Eddie, but it's a word that's used very frequently in today's society. Uh, but basically, it seems a little... Dis- I don't know if it's discriminatory is the word I'm looking for, but it seems a little discriminatory that bowlers were kept out of the reckoning for singing so, under the Southern Cross until 2013. Credited to former wicketkeeper Rod Marsh. Rod Marsh gave it to Alan Border. Alan Border gave it to David Byrne. I'm incorrect. So there you go. What do you mean? Booney gave it to Booney Heels. He- huh? No, Booney's a wicket keeper, so... Booney wasn't a wicket keeper. Did he bowl? No, he was a batter. Yeah, right. I thought he bowled. If he bowled, it would have been... I don't think there was any fucking... It would have been incredibly part-time-ish. Yeah, no, you're right. 14 first-class wickets. Um, <laughs> One of the great bowlers. So ignore me, punters and dribblers. Uh, so David Byrne gave it to Ian Healy. Healy gave it to Punter. Then when Punter became captain, he gave it to JL. JL gave it to Hussey. Hussey gave it to Nathan Lyon. Interesting. I was, gonna, I was thinking about that. Like, if you're captain, you don't want to be singing it as well. So it's like when I become skinny. No, you can't do both. No, 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 no. It's like give someone else a fucking go. So Punter had it. That's crazy. He did, yeah. They give it to some fucking throbbers, dude. Like that's a serious. Is that a list or what? That's a list. So you can't just be giving it out. Greatest respect to Scotty Bowen and you've had a great summer, but you're not there yet. You're certainly not there yet. Um, No, you're not. I don't mind Trav there. I don't mind Trav. Travis, as we said a couple of weeks ago, I thought Travis was fucking in his 30s, dude. He's like 27. Like Travis Head also looks like Booney. He does. It, well, he's a sensitive new age Booney. He's Booney on a diet fucking... Do you know what I mean? Yeah, he's Very a, similar. He's Booney with a fucking gluten intolerance. <laughs> yes. Yes, he is, Tom. Yes, he is. Now. And he's 27. And I'm happy for him to 
That's not very old, Tom. Dude, that's not old. That's there's a lot of cricket in those legs. Like, Lots of it. How old's David Warner? Thirty-five, Eddie. Dude, like you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And now he's just getting into his work, and that hundred on a fucking spicy ass deck with the game in the balance, and also. It was beautiful to see Baggy Green get first innings runs when we needed him. That was a great 70. I would have loved to see him go on and get his maiden, but I don't give a fuck, really. It was more just about showing that you are an all-rounder. You've taken wickets like it's going out of fashion, but now you're scoring first innings runs when we are under the pump. We can worry about the ton later, Tom. We can worry about the ton later. 74 brave runs when we needed them, or 74 odd, whatever the fuck it was, is what is exactly what the doctor ordered, and that's that. Yeah. And that... The doctor ordered Is that. that. Well, the doctor did order it, and the doctor gets what he orders, so... 74 of the best were required, and they were delivered. So that was impressive, dude. I mean, that was as erection-inducing as 74 runs has ever been for this nation. Ever been. Ever been. Ever. Ever. Serious pilot boner med situation. Exactly. Exactly right. Um, so, in summation, Tom. Yep. We're too fucking good. We're too good. That's the reality. That's the reality of the situation is that we are too good. We're too good. So, fuck the lot of you. Yeah, fuck the lot of you. Now, I do... Uh, have something that I need to address. Um, what is it? Firstly, before I do, what ended up happening with that Novak thing? Novak thing, dude. Can I be honest with you? I, I, I think he might still. I think he might be playing the first round. Let me look it up, and like maybe getting like kicked out mid tournament, potentially. Or is he gone? I don't know. Oh, no, he's left. He's, he's gone. gone. He's gone. Yeah, he's gone. It's done. So what happened? Novak Djokovic, Novak Djokovic leaves Australia after losing his bid to stay. The unvaccinated tennis star said he was extremely disappointed but would respect a co-op's ruling. He departed on a flight to Abu Dhabi from Melbourne Airport on Sunday night. Wow. Do they say why though? Like, what was it that he like? How? Did well, he so bas- so basically, the court ruled that Australia's immigration minister Alex Hawke was within his rights to cancel the unvaccinated tennis stars' visa for a second time on the basis that the player could pose a risk to public health and order. Right. Okay. Like, I don't see really what the risk is but anyway well, there isn't one but whatever i also thought that because he'd had it and i'm again this is I, i'm already fucking falling asleep as i say it but i thought because he had it he was mm. now uh antibodied up and yeah. couldn't get vaccinated because you can't like that's like you actually have to wait a couple of months or whatever after having it before you get any like booster or this or that yeah. because otherwise you're just fucking full to the brim of shit. Look, I we've been over this fucking shit at nauseum, but but 
it is fucking wild what they've done here, Tom. Yeah. It's been a shit show. It's, from start to, from it's been a fucking away. shit show from start to finish. But like, it just seems to me, Tom, that it's it's the political and they're yeah. looking to buy votes because there's an election coming up. Yeah. That's what and there's a lot of like, like, fuck Novak, fuck anti-vaccine ac- vaccination yeah. sort of mentality running around. Especially old conservatives. They fucking eat this shit up with a yeah, spoon, course, dude. So I reckon... Zone. There's just not that many anti-vaxxers, dude. When you've got 94% of the population who is vaccinated, I'm like, mm. I'm not really buying this fucking argument that there is some huge amount of anti-vaxxers in the country. Well, it's it's better. the proof's in the pudding now, Tom. There isn't. It's just they make a lot of noise yeah. or a lot of noise is made, made around about them. them. Yeah, yeah. But it's actually like, dude, relax. There's not that many. Like like one of, one of Alex Hawkes' reasons for cancelling the visa was that he didn't want to breed anti-vaccination sentiment. I'm like, bruh, 95% of people are vaccinated. Like, but that's I don't, it. 95% th- of I don't think that's- it's a big deal. And then what? They're going to be like, oh, but Novak fucking got in, so now I don't want to get vaccinated. Like, really? You've Like, it's already done. That seems like a fairly long bow to draw. Doesn't it? Don't you think? Very, now, very long bow. So no, but no Novak. I still think, part of me still thinks that Alex Hawke might be a Roger fan. I can't shake it, Tom. He might be what? I- a Roger Federer fan, I, I just can't shake no, it. Look, I, I mean, I don't think that that's out of the question. Is but I mean, I catch mean, it. What's the longer bow to draw that Alex Hawks protecting Roger Federer's Grand Slam record, or that he thinks there's a legitimate risk to the health and safety of the nation? Yeah, I think it's probably the former. Because I also don't think politicians give a fuck about anyone. They just want to get reelected. So the only person he cares about is maybe Roger Federer because, you know, he gets to put up an Instagram post one day of him and Rog being mates. But the health and safety of the nation, I don't think Alex, whatever the fuck his name is, I don't think he cares. No, I don't think so. I don't think he gives a rat's ass. I don't think so. I tell you what, we also probably owe an apology to our good friend Nard, uh, Bernard Tomic, who did test positive for COVID. He called it Nostradamus, Nostra Bernard. He... uh, he said he was coming down with it. No one listened. Everyone wanted to jump on the fucking Bash Bernie bandwagon. Not us, but we were questioning his ability to call COVID three days out. Turns out, I don't think you even need any rat tests anymore. You just need a nard. And he just comes up, looks at you. Yeah, you got it. You got COVID. Yeah. No, I can tell. Yeah. No, I can tell. N-A-R-D test. Yeah. Have you done a nard, Ma? No, no, nah, bro. Fuck PCRs and rat tests. Just get a nod. Yeah, fuck them off. Fuck them off. Just get a nod. Nod will tell you. Nod knows. Nod's tapped. Yeah. Nod's tapped in. Congratulations to Nod. But also, maybe I'm not apologising, but like, no. yeah. we I mean, may have, we, we didn't take his abilities seriously, Tom. That's exactly it. We didn't, we didn't realise that Nod had certain a certain skill set that maybe transcends the observable reality in which we exist. He's tapping into like other dimensions, other planes. Yes. Yes. Et al, et al, et al. al. I would like to shout out um, a proud Australian, Tom. Yeah. Who over the last couple of years has has probably slipped from the the public's conscious because he suffered injuries and shit. But Tanasi Kokonakis. Oh, yeah, baby won his first ATP title the other day in Adelaide uh, and 
the kid can play. Kid he's can only twenty five, so he's got he's got years ahead of him. Yeah, he's a vibe, bro. He is a vibe. I'm excited. I'm excited by Tanasi. He excites me. <laughs> excites me, dude. Yeah. He he's an excitable guy. He, so I just wanted to shout him out. Yeah, no, he did well. Beat Chilich, I think, in the semi. Like, don't sleep on Tanasi, dude. Do not. The last thing you should be doing is sleeping on Tanasi. He ain't a bed. Punters, dribblers, you don't he, sleep he, on bro, him. He ain't a mattress, bro. That's no mattress you're laying on. No, that's a human being. That's a man. That's a winner. That's, that's a, a winner. winner. Yeah. It's a winner. Mate, you knock off a grand Tenasi's slam. Tanasi's a winner. Has, has Chilich won a slam? I feel like he has. Tanasi of, US of Open, not a mattress. US Open, done other year deal. Yeah, recently-ish though, but yeah. Tanasi fucking got the job done against a slam winner in Chilich, at least a finalist. So Beautiful you stuff. don't fucking sleep on that motherfucker. No, you don't sleep on that motherfucker. So I'll be out there today, ripping and tearing. That's right. Who are you watching? Um, Duckworth. You know Duckworth? Yes. Is it? What's his first name? Does it matter? James. No. James Duckworth. I think you might be right. I think he's playing today. We'll probably go check him out. A little bit of fucking Aussie, Aussie, Aussie. Oi, oi, oi. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, I get you. Um, well, I, I, to be honest, Tom. I looked at the schedule last night when I, you know, was well on my way mm. and it's all but slipped from my memory. That's, so that's I'm going to have to touch up on that. We've only got grand passes, so we'll just, we'll just nip about. You don't really want to get stadium games this early in the going anyway, because generally it's like Nadal pounding some loser into the ground. <laughs> six love, six love, six love. Yeah. It's like... You don't see a guy return a shot. Right. Like, was that... Was the juice worth the squeeze on that one? Possibly not. I'd so you keep not. it groundy early, Tom. Yeah, you yeah. ground yourself early. Get a couple of rough diamonds, India. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go out and watch the hackers, bro. That's, That's it. what it's all about. Yeah, yeah. get to see some I mean? rallies, dude. I want to see some beaters yeah. fucking well, return. What, you yeah. know what I want to see, Tom? without winning shots, you know what I mean? I want to see passion. I want to see passion. Yeah. Um, well, that's now, cool. Now, when are you flying back to uh, this great state? Tomorrow. I was going to say, surely you're not doing it today. No surely fucking way, <laughs> Thomas. No way. My holiday is not yet over. No. It, yeah, it's it's drawing hours. to a close, Tom. The final song is playing. Yeah. The encore, if you will. Yeah, the lights have been turned up. Um, But my spirit lives on yeah and that's, why that's uh, so just just a gentle nod of the head to what has been another great horizontal season mm. for those of you unaware from this period until australia day end of january is horizontal is season. still not upright territory no i start to Head back to my feet. Yeah, you're but it takes time. It, yeah, it's not an overnight thing. Like it takes a few days no. to fucking well weeks, weeks. Yeah, to get fully upright. <laughs> Two generally, yeah, yeah. like you're sort of right now. If Eddie, if you see Eddie walk, he's on all fours. He's like crawling basically. If he's got to get somewhere, he doesn't walk. Yeah, I'm hunched. I'm hunched over. Or like you're walking like fucking gorillas do. Yeah. You well, I mean? exactly right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're not crawling. You're sort of like. Like Tarzan yeah, stuff. Yeah, it's Tarzan work until you sort of... you're back Again, it's that evolution and then you back up. 
You know what I mean? You start then growing, back up. and then you fucking yeah, like slowly... that, like that, like that. You know that image that people wear on shirts, yeah. which is always a little bit surprising. And then yeah. someone adds like, "Oh, it's like back at a computer, like yeah, de-evolution, yeah, yeah. de-evolution." Exactly, exactly, exactly. Clever, That's where you are. Really, really clever, really clever. Oh, you're making me think. Um, with your t-shirt, I uh, need to bring to your attention. Uh, I think I even messaged you yesterday saying that um, you did. Yeah, you did. Henry, friend of the show, 20 Wells, uh, has a gripe. He had a gripe and he, he raised it uh, with me. At the I miss, I misread your message yesterday as well. I like misread. I- Sorry, punters, dribblers, had a technical glitch there of the... <sighs> we had a technical glitch, let's just leave it at that. Um, we were saying that Henry has a gripe with us. You said you miss read my text message and thought he had a gripe with me and i was oh. like edge so you thought it was like a personal but then i reread it and i'm like okay that makes me feel slightly better yeah. but go on so you'll remember eddie and the punter and the dribbler may may not not sure some of you definitely will uh remember when you and i were on the ground for the manly seagulls uh getting around basically with all the other club legends and sort of you know waving to the f- adoring fans uh, yes, I that was well. organised and facilitated by one Henry Wells. Uh, yes, basically got us to the Golden Eagles Day, got us tickets. We then subsequently were on the field. We then subsequently went to the post-game sort of celebrations afterwards. The function, if you will, which is the first time that we met the Turbo Bros, Turbo's dad. It was the first proper annual general meeting or whatever the fuck they're called of the tomato farmers union agm time yeah AGM. that was it the was, first it was a uh and i don't know why this saying means anything and i don't know if it's correct here but a red letter day yeah I like a know, red panty day yeah i don't know why the fuck that means anything but and it probably is wrong it was a big day for us henry felt like if if there, if that doesn't get your baggy green, what does? Now, as he's explaining this to me, it's an excellent point. I had to, I had to basically say, look, it's hard for me to. It's hard. F- I, I don't have an answer for you as to why that isn't baggy green worthy. He was like, I'm not even. He's like, and this is a couple of years. It's not like he's been holding on to this. What was the tipping point? I don't Thank know. Thank you, my love. Coffee? No coffee. Oh, no, you wanted the coffee, sorry. That's okay. Roots. That's okay. <laughs> That's okay. No coffee. No Got coffee. the roll, though, Tom. Right, Got the okay. roll, no coffee. Wait, what? You, just, you don't want oh, it's a ham cheese cross. It's a ham cheese croissant. Oh, Great. I, I like croissants, so this is okay. I love croissants um, as well, but like, what the fuck? Thank what you, my we, love. What are we doing without a coffee? You know what I mean? What's that about? Well, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a question that I'm asking myself, Tom. Yeah. Here, it's, it's left me fairly rattled. <laughs> um, I thought that that went without saying. You, I didn't know you wanted a coffee. Like, I mean, you also just heard my conversation in the when we had the glitch. I was having to basically fight tooth and nail for a fucking bacon and egg roll from Steph. Like, I don't know what the hell's going on here. Look, I'll be. I I, I love Ella, Ella with all my heart, and I appreciate her bringing me a, a, a ham cheese croissant. But I'll say this, Tom. 
I'll say this. If if roles were reversed and I returned without a coffee, I would be castrated on the spot. Yeah. And that's a fact. That's a fact. That's, that's a fact. And, and you can take that to the fucking you bank. You can take that to the bank. I'd be I'd be writing a eulogy right now for Eddie. Yeah, you would be. It'll be all did. over. Hello yeah. Sport would see like it you know, just, it'd be we'd done. Be, we'd be fucked. And that's the same with my situation where Steph was like, I don't know where I'm gonna get a bacon and egg roll from. And I said, Hey, listen that's the biggest load of shit I've ever heard in my life. Have you heard of a, yep. an establishment called a cafe? Any one yep. of those will sell a bacon yep. egg roll. And if they don't, you have my yep. permission to set the joint on fire. Can I use a comparison, Tom? It's like calling going, oh, the, the car's almost out of fuel. I'm not sure where to get any. It's like- That's it. I don't know how to get petrol. You know exactly where to get it. Now, sharpen the fuck up and get go me. and get daddy a bacon egg roll. Because, you know, I'm I'm struggling. Talking about, I'm talking to Tom about his story. <laughs> She's upset. I'm like, bro, you can't hear the other end. <laughs> Who the fuck have we partnered up with in life? Who are these women? <laughs> Hopeless. Hopeless. Uh, shout out to both of them. Love you both very much. Uh, of course. Henry, Baggy Greens, not happy. Have we, does he deserve one? I don't, I mean, he makes a compelling argument. All I said to him was, mate, I, I, you know what? Your case is so strong for a Baggy Green. The only reason that I think that you probably weren't awarded one is because... I sometimes think with like your, I, I just almost feel like I didn't think that you'd want one somehow, which doesn't make sense necessarily, but like, you know. Well, it doesn't make any sense. Because who wouldn't want one? Of course, who wouldn't want one? More, more like I didn't have, I didn't know how much of a dribbler he was. Oh, he's a dribbler. Oh, he's, he's a, a dribbler. fucking dribbler, dribbler clearly. I just didn't even really think about it. I think I think we can comfortably put this down to Tom um, a clerical error. It's yeah, this is this is an admin error. Um, it's clerical, obviously. Mm. The, the the cleric has missed it. Yeah. I if I assume the cleric does clerical duties. I would um, say that that's, I could be wrong. No, I think you're pretty spot on there, mate. I don't even know what the fuck a cleric is. But I don't know if there is a a, a cleric. But it is clerical. It's cler the, uh, the error is clerical in nature. It's clerical. Yeah, it's clerical. It's a clerical error. Um, clerical errors can be fixed. Mm, they can. Rectified. Remedied. They can be rectified easily. Remedied. Um, and remedied they will be. Mm. I think Henry gets one yeah. on the on the, on the, on the face of it. I think he gets one yeah, on the weight of... Like you know, how else, weight. yeah, like if you, on the weight of weight, like how do you... On the weight of, on the weight of weight, he gets one, yeah. so... How do Congratulations you, to Henry. Yeah, another baggy green member. Now, listen. Good stuff. He did. I mean, if you think you've got a case to make, then we're happy to be. Your 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 matter will be heard in the highest court in the land, which is us. The court of dribbling yarn. The court of dribbling yarn. Um, yeah, it's higher than the high court. So, it is. You know. Yeah, exactly. Novak did actually was going to take his case once he got rejected again to the court of dribbling yarn. And he went, you know what? I'm spent. Fuck it. I'm out of here. Yeah. Oh, he's out of money. He's out of path. Yeah. So that's why. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, if you think you got a case, you can make your case. Uh, I would say that this would be a landmark case. and But also one that is, there aren't many of these getting about. You know, where it's like, oh, I think I'm owed a baggy green, like uh, a historical fucking um, 
sort of clerical uh, historical baggy grain yeah yeah you don't see it often but every now but you you know what in the fullness of time you're gonna see it all aren't you and we've seen it landmark congratulations to henry yeah good stuff welcome to the 11 um love the pun i love the dribbler yeah love them all tom is that us oh mate it's it couldn't be more us yeah that's um, that's it we're done donezo donezo so i'm off excited to see you back on thursday uh back in the studio ready to rip into yeah it'll be nice to hug and kiss again bro it'll be good um ciao ciao could you two just not talk anymore <laughs>